People still have them out and want to say that this is a successful businessman. If you say that and you are representing some state or city in this country, you need to sit your ass down. to put an end to HIV. This is a not only a testing event for HIV, but it is a tasting event with live performances. We have a fashion show going on today. This is something that you don't want to miss. It is very important for everyone to know their status. This is not this is 2019 and it's no longer uh, or the stigma although it's still there should not be there in regards to uh, HIV, who it affects, because it affects every last one of us. I don't think there's anybody in this country that could not fall down, maybe not in the first line, but in the second line wave of people that they may be related to, may know, may work with, that has someone or know someone that is infected and or affected by HIV. I worked five years in Washington, D.C., uh, specifically related to HIV uh, uh, prevention for a nonprofit organization, and it was some of the most eye-opening uh, experiences and stories that I heard from uh, individuals who were dealing with the disease. But no longer is this something that we can brush under the rug. I know it's out there, and I know people hear it all the time. We have HIV testing day. But it's not just one day that you should be worried about your status. It's every day. And it is very important to know, not only just uh, for the engagement in uh, sexual activities that people do, but it's also important just for your health. And so uh, I'm a big proponent of overall health. And that's why I'm here to, to support this event today. It is the Taste and Test with a Cause. Again, we are located or we're broadcasting live from 1858 Cheshire Bridge Road. They have free food, free testing, and live performances. 
This is brought to you by AHF, AIDS Healthcare Foundation. And right now, I want to give a huge shout-out to uh, a friend in the industry and, and who, someone who's become a friend, and hopefully we'll get an opportunity to interview him at some point today. He is going to be busy. The event is going on from 1230 as now until 5 p.m., Again, we're at 1858 Cheshire Bridge Road, Northeast Atlanta, Georgia. If you're not doing anything on this bright and sunny day, come down here and help support the cause. Again, there's going to be a fashion show. There's other uh, live performances that are going to be happening. You don't want to miss them. I am going to be talking about them intermittently. Right now, it's kind of uh, things are kind of quiet, but not quiet because nothing is going on. We've got people that are getting themselves together still. You know, it's kind of in that production phase. So Casey Rance decided that I was going to come down there and support. Uh, I will throw a shameless plug, but of course this is my podcast, so I can always do that. But I am going to throw a shameless plug and let you know that this is going to be a very, very busy day for the Casey Rance podcast. We have another live broadcast going on tonight from 530 to 7. It is the season finale of the podcast, and we're doing things a little bit different. Yeah, yeah. KC is doing something different. I'm not going to rant in the same way that I normally rant. We're actually going to be doing the show based off of questions from all of my followers, whether I know you personally as a friend. Uh, I have some family members who are uh, invoking some questions. We're getting questions from Twitter. I've got uh, some questions that have come from my coworkers. Uh, uh, Just in general, so Facebook, Instagram, if you want to be a part of that, you're welcome to uh, definitely send out um, your questions that you would like for me to rant about. Uh, that is going to be open. I'll be checking all those uh, sources uh, throughout the day and even live during the show itself. So uh, there will be a live studio audience to select you. So I uh, couldn't put that out for everybody because don't have a big enough space. <laughs> Not yet for all of that. But anyway, um, that's coming up live tonight, again, from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. Now, I actually have somebody here that is a part of this wonderful program this afternoon. And as soon as I can grab her attention again, I'm going to bring her over. She's another fellow blogger. And so I just want to give her a little shout out. She's doing uh, quite a bit of, of the same uh, things that that uh, that I uh, talk about. And we're going to get her attention. We'll bring her over. But before I do, I'm going to kind of give her. Uh, she's in the programs, but since many of you might not be able to make it today, I'm just going to uh, read her bio. Uh, so Zandy McMillan, excuse me, she is a blogger. Alexandra Zandy McMillan is the proud mother of two beautiful girls. She's a licensed massage therapist. She's a hostess. She's a singer, songwriter, business owner, and YouTube creative content creator. She has over 10,000 subscribers across her channels and more than 2 million views. She has managed to keep her audiences engaged with her unfiltered opinion on politics, relationships, hot topics, music, videos, comedy skits, and her ASMR techniques. She's a Jill of all trades who thoroughly enjoys her work. 
and has dreams of becoming a resource in her community. Sounds like she already is a resource in her community. Now, here's her social media handle. Instagram is Zandy2247. Twitter, Zandy2247. YouTube, Zandy2247. Forward slash Zandy ASMR. And on SoundCloud, you can follow her or find her at Zandy2247. Now, she was, I'm proud of her because she was able to get all her handles to be exactly the same. Uh, but anyway, let me get back uh, here. And before we bring her on, we are going to take a quick break here. And as we're taking a break, again, I want you to know that we are broadcasting live from 1858 Cheshire Bridge Road, Northeast Atlanta, Georgia. We'll be broadcasting here for the next hour. There's a free live entertainment performances all day long. There's going to be a fashion show, as I named. There's free food as well and free HIV testing. So come on down here today while you're out and about on this beautiful day in Atlanta and know, find out so that you can know your status.
has cared for thousands of people living with HIV and AIDS worldwide. AHF funds its mission to rid the world of AIDS throughout a network of pharmacies, thrift stores, healthcare contacts, and other strategic partnerships. Generating new innovative ways of treatment, prevention, and advocacy has been the hallmark of AHF's success. And as we create and implement new programs in the communities across the U.S. and abroad, we extend delivery of health care and influence over policy with the aim of saving more lives. So what are the different services that AAH actually provides? They provide free health HIV testing, free STD testing, AHF pharmacy, and AHF healthcare centers, uh, slash HIV managed healthcare, healthy housing foundation and support services with sustainable, affordable housing for the homeless and for low-income populations. And they also provide services for out-of-the-closet thrift They do have a pharmacy, and again, so they are trying to make a holistic, or they have a holistic approach to your care continuum when it comes to um, not only is having prevention, but if you find yourself one who um, has contracted a disease and, find, and know that you are HIV positive. So, I. So now we're going to actually um, take a, a little bit of a break here, just small break because uh, they're actually getting together for. Kind of the opening, there's going to be a chorus uh, that's going to start things off. And there are a lot, again, of uh, performers that they have lined up. And we'll be talking about uh, and, and probably reading uh, many of the bios as we can during this uh, live broadcast. But again, this is all about knowing your status. Come down to 1858 Cheshire Bridge Road, North East, Atlanta, Georgia. AHF, where there's the tape and test with a cause event going on from 12.30 to 5 p.m. today. The special guests, Christy Grace, Kobe Lestard, Suave, Rain Johnson, DJ Lit, Chase, The Truth, excuse me, Chase, That Truth, and Trey Parker. I apologize if I'm butchering by his name. But guess who just walked up? Just now, as I was completing that list of special guests, I, I've already given you her bio, so you know that she is absolutely wonderful. She's a mother. She's a blogger. She does so many things, and she has so many, many people following her and her work. So I'm going to bring to you, before we take this break, and before everybody continues to get themselves together to open up this um, the celebration of this wonderful day of knowing your status, I've got... The famous. She has a beautiful smile. Let me put this out there, by the way. So she, I'm just related to trying to talk to her, but I have the blog. Handy. McMillian. Yeah, come on in here. You, come, come on in here close. I'm not going to bite. I'm not going to bite. Did I get it right, though? Yes. I got the pronunciation right. Don't you hate when people butcher your name? I mean, if they don't know, then that's okay. Well, uh, well yeah, but, you know... It, if you if you know anything about English and you put, you know all those things that you learned way back when you think you're going to use them, right? Yeah, that's true. Well, yeah. Well, listen, the reason why I say it is because my name is Brian. I have one of the easiest names, right? 
believe it or not, people butcher my name all the time. How do you get brain wrong? I get called brain all the time. Now, brain. granted, I do have a brain, and I think it functions pretty well, but that's not my name, right? right. It's Brian, and that's why my name is so easy because it spells itself. Brian, right? But people butcher it all the time. Hey, brain. But hey, I, you know, so even having a, an easy name, right, doesn't necessarily mean it's going to go well for you. That's true. Well, I'm country, so my family usually calls me Alabama. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now that's funny. That is funny. But that's so, that's, hey, I think we all have family members that might give us a nickname that we don't like or, you know, you know see, Ellie. see, I knew it, right? I, I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there you go. There you go. So, um, so what made you decide? Well, first of all, tell me, I already gave you a bio, but uh, let's dive a little bit deeper. You know, first of all, I already said that I don't like you because you were able to get all your handles to be exactly the same. I couldn't do that. You know, not, not, not everything is the same along every platform. So, you know, you had it easy. Right? Yes, I just pretty much, I've had that handle since my face. Oh, wow. I just kept it, and I was like, you know, rule number one is branding. The first thing is don't do it. And make it easy. Yes, exactly. Yes, and the second thing mm-hmm. is just make sure that it's all the same so people know yeah. where to find it. Exactly. Oh, I think he's now. You, know, you, you, you were fortunate. I wasn't able to do that. But, yeah, let's talk about your blog. I, I noticed, because you talk about politics, you talk about relationships, you talk about, you know, um, the hot topic. Now, I, you probably do a little bit more music stuff than I do, but, you know, I'm a little old school. You know, no, I'm just but no, I, I, so let's talk about some of the things that you do talk about in your blog. Um, so I talk about on my channel, um, the first time I've had just to kind of bring some friends for different reasons because I was very young and I was like completely oblivious to everything like the emotional side of spiritual right, side and all exactly. that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I talk about that um, because my audience is mostly like younger people. Mm-hmm. Frankly enough, because I'm almost 30, but most of my viewers are like 13. <laughs> they're really young, so I'm like, well, let me be the person to tell them it's not all. Okay, that it's cracked up. It's not to be, yeah. yeah. military spouse. I got like a whole bunch of racial run-ins with different people. So talk about that. Um, I've talked about the cancellation of black people and how we should stop doing that as a culture. I do not like cancel culture at all. Oh, oh, oh. Cancel culture, ability to be human and grow and make mistakes. So I talk well, about that's 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 uh, society's insatiable desire to control people, and I talk about yes. that in, in in my podcast a lot. <laughs> yeah, it is quite. Yeah. Because what you do to other people, you would dare not want someone to do to you. Right. And yeah. it just shows the lack of control they have over their own life. Exactly. To other people, right? Yeah, exactly. And that's the sad part about it because there's so little that we actually control, period. And I say this over and over, like over and over again to anybody that will listen pretty much. Right. But I say it all the time. You, you don't control yourself. You don't control how you got here, when you were born, who you were born to. You don't know how tall you were going to be, what you were going to look like, right? You don't, you, but you don't control when you die, how you die, right? And if your body wants to shut down right now, guess what? There's not anything you can do about it, but I hope and pray that somebody else is there to help you. So with all of that that you don't control about yourself, how do you think you have the right to control somebody else. Maybe that's what makes you feel Oh, well, you know, a lot of people have that issue, you know, if you think about it. 
and 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 that, it's not just a thing of because that that, that uh, it transcends across every aspect. It does, definitely. It really does. And and so that's where you see a lot of unhealthy relationships. And when I say unhealthy relationships, I'm not just talking about the intimate ones when you're okay, exactly. All of that. So that's all of that filters into all that depending on how a person's mindset is. Yes, and I feel like a lot of people, um, they, they haven't really asked into doing their own personal development yeah. enough because they're so busy focused on what this person is doing. It's like, have you done those things for yourself? And have you evaluated yourself? Okay, because that's a very... Because at the end, and then you have to question, and this is something that I had to do years ago. Why is it that I have chosen the people that I have had control over bringing into my life? Why did I bring them into my life? Because if you weren't forced by gun or knife or some other means, you chose to bring them into your life. So, so okay, so you're culpable and responsible for that decision. That's why when I was married, divorced, I couldn't blame anybody else because at the end of the day, although I had reservations going in and knew I probably shouldn't have, guess what? I still made the decision to say yes. And so everything that has transpired since then, I have to take responsibility for that. So even the correction of it, which means I need to correct how I think about who it is that's valuable. That's why the whole dating model, see, you should do uh, outside of this, yeah, Yeah. because uh, I don't prescribe to the dating model as the way it is right now. Okay, so it's, it's, well, hey, you got plenty of time because there's still, no, well, here's the thing. So most people look at this list of things, and it's not all-inclusive. I'm just going to throw out some examples. And this is what they base their relationship on, or the initial stages of if they want to be with someone in a relationship. Exactly. They base it off of going to movies, to dinner, um, to you know, how much money a person makes, to what kind of car they drive, to what kind of job they have. And guess what? None of those things are going to tell you how a person is going to treat you in a relationship. Look at look at Donald Trump. He is quote unquote a billionaire. He is sitting in the seat that we consider the most powerful position in the world at this moment in time, right? Yet he treats people like shit. So again, what you make, what your job is. Just because you can take me to a meal or a movie or top golf or whatever, that tells me. But that, okay, it is. It is. But it is. I like top golf because when you go, I went top golf on a date one time. It was a great date. And it got a little competitive. And I was like, okay, so he's competitive. Okay, yeah. It was nice. And then he kind of underestimated me a little bit. Like, I bet you can't. <laughs> I bet you can't get your ball to one all the way back. Because, you know, that's really hard. Right, right. And I sure did. All right. And I hit him. I looked at him and I was like, don't ever. Okay. <laughs> he got the right one. It was a great date. <laughs> and, and it was a great date, but it didn't tell you anything about how he would treat you long term. It didn't tell you anything about his well, financial status. It, it did. Like, but, no, and that's what I'm saying. Well, yeah. But. 
in the overall grand scheme of things, financially, it didn't tell you, like, anything about how he handles his finances, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, whether he pays his bills on time or anything of that nature, right? So he didn't have problems with the money, though, that's not That's not, that's not necessarily an indicator of somebody being good with finances. It's not. Donald Trump spends a whole lot of money. He spends, yeah. he spends a lot of money, too. But, he, but he, yeah. <laughs> Well, now he might have just been trying to be, you know. I just had one view on, but I'm good. Oh, <laughs> got you. Well, but and so that's that's my thing. Those things ultimately, long term, if you if you're talking about being with somebody for five, ten, fifteen, twenty years, a, a top golf date is not going to really tell me. And then it doesn't tell me how, like how you. So I want to see how you. I want to see you in your natural environment. I want to see how you treat your family. Okay, because that's important. I didn't say first date. Yeah. It doesn't have to be. But see, that's the thing. It's a process. Yeah. Some people want to see the first date, and then they want to jump in a relationship. Well, yeah, that's not that's, that, that doesn't make any sense. at all. But but a lot of people kind of they go, are you modeling today? No. Oh, well, I'm just saying, you know. But that's the kind of the mindset some people have, or it's a very short term. You know, even a month in, you don't know enough. The physical, see, a lot of people go by what they see. Oh, my God, that is so true. You know what I'm saying? And so, yes, that is the first thing you see. Exactly. Because that, that those moments in the bedroom also are not enough to keep you and sustain you. They forget everything. Everything. Mean, horrible attitude. But as soon as... Okay. Well, okay, so then I have to say this because I mean no harm by this, but it's just the truth. So for our community, and this is something that bothers my mind about women who bash black men. Because, and here's why, again, it goes back to decision making. Then I have to question your decision making and your, and your critical thinking. Because how is it that you think that this brother that stands on the corner every day, all day, that is barely, if at all, providing for himself, just because he was good and just because you have some rocks in the bed that are good, does that translate into him being a good father, a good provider, or whatever the case might be after that? Because right now, the picture that I'm painting says no. Yet so many of our black women say yes and open the legs, and then you get mad once the child comes here and you say, "Well, you're deadbeat." Well, he was deadbeat when you met him. Now I feel like that's a double-edged sword because um, I talk about the Okay. Okay, so there's a lot of components. To that. It is a lot. It's a. Uh, that's why we need to do a separate yeah. show. <laughs> Um, making the woman fully responsible for the choices of the man after the day. Oh, no, 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 no. That's right. not what I'm doing. That's no, not what I'm doing. Time, but in a but that is. No, I'm just saying prescribe to the fact that you know where he's at. And but, he's not at the level that you may be at at but, that time. Okay, so that's a calculated risk on everybody's part because it also goes back the other way. Remember, I told you mine. I knew. So I'm not even. I'm not even just putting it on the woman. When I'm putting on this personal responsibility for your own right, action. Right. And I feel that, but then I also hear women saying, 
Nope, that's not what I said though. Yeah, because I thought, yeah. The
uh, 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 or intimate context, again, I said it's also about friends. It's also about family members because some people you have to cut off because they're not good for you. So how is it that we can do that with friends? How is it that we can do it with family members? But we defer and say, well, there's this other element that causes us, right? So, yes, there is other. I understand what you're saying, but it still comes back to personal responsibility and choices. So that's all I'm saying. And some people, no, I actually knew it before. And the reason, and listen, no, and no, actually, no, and I'm going to step back on that. And and and, and I, my pushback is because that was my experience. So I can tell you that that was different. I knew ahead of time, and I actually went to someone for advice who I thought or had confidence in that they had my best interest at heart. And I'm not saying that that their um, that their advice was done in a malicious manner. But I went to my pastor at the time because I had reservations about getting married. And I told him, these are things that I've seen display, and I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. So his response, well, cold feet, we can work through this through counseling. So that's what I'm saying. It's personal. I knew, and had I followed my own gut and followed my own senses within me, right? But I gave that, no, I gave that decision and power over to someone that I trusted and valued their, their right. Those are choices, exactly. That, but I, that's exactly what I'm saying. Personal choices. So that wasn't whether I'm a man or a woman. That was just a personal choice for Brian. Yes, that's what I said. Personal accountability. And then, well, I think, I think, I think, and you don't think black men are? Yeah. And so. Oh wow, that's a that's a conversation that we'll have to have because I don't I, I disagree. I still disagree. I think the perception of a black woman is so much higher in this country than that is a black man. You don't you don't have to go outside and worry about getting killed like a black man does. You 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 still do. No, I didn't say they don't, but they don't as on the same scale as a black man. I didn't say it didn't. I said the scale, the the numbers the numbers. I said not on the scale as black men, because you all, you all, you all's perception in this country. Think about it. What I said in the country, not you and I's perception. The perception of black women in this country is more favorable than it is of a black man. That's not all. It actually, you get you all. That's not what I hear. You don't think those things are said and even worse about black men? That's only if they're athletes. And that's and that is only if they're athletes. Trust me. That's a whole different story as well. I just, but that's a whole different story about why they make that choice. That has nothing to do with the perception of the country as far as how. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go that far as to say that. But I. But that. I would love to. Have, seriously, I would love to continue to have that conversation because I think those conversations need to be had between black men and black women. Seriously, because there is a lot of disconnect. I do believe between how black men feel about black women and black women feel about black men. And since we don't ever have the conversation and it's always everybody else's viewpoint about it and we don't sit in the room together and have that conversation and dispel some of the assumptions, some of the myths 
some of the he say, she say stuff, right? And actually hash it out. We're going to continue to have the, the disagreements that we do. And guess who benefits from that? And guess who loves to see that and wants to see that? And I say, I, I listen. I just know that like this, uh-huh. it's usually seen as, um, if I'm not in agreement, it's just, then all of my ideas are a personal experience. I'm not allowed to make certain life. Oh, no, no. I, 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 that's what I'm saying. I'm, in, I'm enjoying this conversation because these are the conversations that have to, ha- have to happen. I have these conversations with all of my friends. I have friends, and they will come out to my life. They're um, college graduates. I have a friend who just got her doctorate. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a Or what they look like, or whatever. And I'm not saying, yeah, exactly. But so, and these are the conversations that need to be had because I think in the, in, even within the dating paradigm, right, these things come up, and it and it causes clashes and conflict that sometimes isn't even known that it's there. It does. It does. Absolutely. I was. I was and I apologize because I listen. You're a blogger too. I'm a talkaholic, so I I I, I, I love to go, but I but I apologize for you know cutting you off up seriously because it does. That's what I said. That's what I said. It is. It is. And I try to. I love it. When I'm with my friends, I try to hold back because I can dominate the conversation. But but I love to. But these are conversations that I've. I've tried to get people to have. I've developed a workshop called Healthy Relationships, talking about these different dynamics and the control factor and 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 things of that nature. So I I would love to continue to have this dialogue because that's the thing that's needed. I'm very solution Uh huh. try to connect with anybody, whether it's a friend, family, or an intimate partner, right, and you don't really and have not come to a self-awareness of what it is that makes you happy, what makes you, what brings peace, what what brings you peace, right, then you really are setting yourself up. I really hear people talk about happiness. Okay. Oh, oh, I'm getting to my happy place, okay, but, and, and it takes some but that takes some self-reflection, self-evaluation, and it does take the hard stance of looking at yourself and saying, you know what, that one's on me. I made a bad choice. I shouldn't have brought that person into my life. That takes, looking in the mirror is not easy. 
a lot of people don't want to do it. It's very, it's so much easier to look at other people and say, you can always look at what somebody did and run down a whole list. You're never going to forget that, right? But do you have the strength and the fortitude to look at yourself? Because when you start making changes for yourself, you start making changes about the choices that you make. So I, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I do too, because I had to change how I thought. Yeah, and think what what's going to make me happy, right? And here's the problem. The problem, even with our country and the, and the thing of control and everything that we talked about is control, is that we fight against the very thing that makes us the great, right? Diversity is what has allowed us to be where we are in 2019, from technology to archaeology to everything, you name it, right? But that's the very thing that we fight against around the world is diversity. We fight tooth and nail against it. It's the very thing that lifts us to our highest highs and it brings us to our lowest lows. I try to celebrate diversity because, listen, your palate, and I'm talking about your tongue, and I'm not talking nasty for those people listening, <laughs> right? You like certain things, right? To eat certain things. We might like different things. Do you? So, uh, so, but what, but what I'm saying, and some people do and some people don't. Some people are picky, some people, right? But all of us are, are different in that aspect, right? And so that's a very simple, simplistic way of putting it, but there's so many things that you can add on to that to say, we don't kill people for that. We don't kill people for that. We don't crucify people, right? So how is it that you're going to get yourself into my body and tell me who it is that I can love? What Exactly. So it starts at home. It starts with personal accountability. That's where I would start. Yeah, I have really bad people saying that your about that. I've, I've uh, lined up with a, a local videographer and everything, so we're going to be shooting different locations and things like that. So I would love for us to do a show at like the park or something like that, so I'm out something like that, and we can... Okay. Well, I do too. I'm getting old, okay? It don't, it don't matter, male or female. We all... It, the body changes, okay? So... <laughs> But I'll say this last thing before, because they, they still look like they're still kind of fumbling around. I thought it was so funny. I've had this conversation when you start talking about perceptions, and I love what you talked about earlier about assumptions that we make going in, right? And when I say that the relationships between, it's not just the intimate one. These are things that transcend, right, what type of relationship it is. And here's the example. I was having a conversation with my coworker, right? And she's probably like, my mom is 5'3". She's about that same height. Okay, so okay, so you understand what I'm about to say. 
I've been six three since I was in the ninth grade. I've been taller than my mother since I was like ten years old. So moms that busted their children, I'm a ten year old looking down on a little bitty woman. Okay, can you put yourself in that child's mind? He's not trying to disrespect you, but that's funny. That's funny in every little boy's head. I don't give a damn. Okay. Yes, so it it is, but I told her, I said, now, I know in the moment when you're pissed off about whatever it is that's going on, but if you can take yourself as a parent and put yourself in the child, because you will, you will, you will respond differently, you will, you'll still get, exact, and then you will also give out whatever it is in a more probably strategic manner. Exactly. But the assumption is, oh, they're being disrespectful. Let me, you know, I get, but but I'm saying some people go to that because the assumption is that that smirk or whatever is, yes, and it has absolutely nothing to do with that. Most children have a healthy respect for their parents just because they know that that's the person that's nurturing them. Thank you. That's exactly what. When I told her that, she started laughing. I said, see, that's what I'm talking about. You get it. You were. But that's not where he was coming from. And I said, I can come because I've experienced that. I come from that place of understanding being taller than your parents from a very young age and how that messes with your psyche. Okay, so. Okay. Well, my niece, my, my, one of my brothers is 5'8", you know, and so my niece is, is, is actually, you know, she, she may end up being taller than him, so she always talks about how much taller she's getting and comparing it, that's, but she's at that age, and that's what kids do. So it's just sometimes in the moment I know we get, you know, uh, emotional sometimes, but I think if we can step back sometimes and put ourselves in other people's shoes, then we won't assume as much as we assume. And then communication can be better and, and a lot healthier, you know. So um, I'm just a big proponent of that because I believe there's just too much chaos going on in the world and with people. And listen, there's all there's an end to for everybody, right? Let us get there as peaceably as possible and as happy as possible. Thank you. Thank you. It is disrespectful and so with your ideals, how they should live. Yes, it is. 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 To do that same ethic thing, you don't want people to do that same thing to you. It's either a. I don't listen, and it's funny because I always tell people I'm, I was born in November and I'm a Scorpion, and I'm not a huge, super huge astrologist. But what I did, but what I did do is read. I have read my own, and I've actually read the extended, the more in depth about Scorpion. Oh my God! And the and the Phoenix, the three totems that we have for Scorpions. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes, oh, wow. I did, because someone actually pointed it out to me, said, you probably should read this, because, you know, they've seen the path of my life, and I was blown away by it, 
but uh, you know, um, but I, I do. I mind my business. But one of the other things I did is I watched the the Animal Channel. I did, and I watched this, and they happened to be talking about scorpions. And even though they have the claws and they have the finger, which is very quick, they don't bother. They don't. Bother. They be off on their own little good. Oh, thank you. And that's and that's how I am. As long as you don't come into my space and try to tell me what to do with my life. I'm a lead. Okay, and how I'm supposed to respond to whatever it is that you say or do to me? Okay, and move on. Okay. <laughs> oh, it is very, okay. They cannot do that. Oh my God, I'm speaking. I was. How can you tell me that? Thank you. Oh. I get it, and you don't really get it because, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it that so I delved in with that with that workshop. Um, I call it the uh, vitamin C's of a healthy relationship. Actually, the, the the name I'm using is Beyond the Gasm. Oh, that is good. And then the subtitle is the vitamin C's of a healthy relationship. They aren't. And part of it is, and part of it is choked out because of this. Yes. There was a reason why we were supposed to be here today. Okay. And we, listen, listen, this, this, this wonderful Sandy, she is, listen, I'm telling you, I, I don't ever think anything has happened there. I didn't know who I, I knew Lorenzo, right? But didn't know how anything else was going to go out. Right? But, um, yeah. but it's cool because God works everything out. But even, and I'll say that even with that, because what you said was so profound. Oh, I have, I have a, a, a very, very strong belief system when it comes to that. But I also know that I cannot control what anybody else believes. So I've had this conversation because I have gone to seminary. Um, I married my brother and sister-in-law, and I married a few other couples. Wow. Yes. Uh, yeah. I, I, but, but my thing with religion and how religion has been used as a controlling mechanism throughout history, right? But here's the thing. My problem with even a person who, I don't care what you believe, because you have that right, because you're a human being, we all have experiences, we all have whatever. The problem that I have is I've not met a person in life who has been dead, and has gone and disintegrated into dusty. Just she came to dusty. You you powder baby. Okay, I've never seen anybody that has done that. That has come back into human form like you and I, who has been able to articulate to me what happens after death. And since yeah. nobody can prove that to me, you can't tell then me you need to true. shut the up. I, uh, I, I don't care whether you believe the flowers is God. As long as you don't try to force me to believe that because it's what I, you believe. You know what? I I believe that your experiences, like you said, when you share, 
your experiences will make you and your life will be an example for people to see regardless of whether you speak ever, right? Because people do watch people. I've known many examples where people exactly that have actually come and told me, hey, I watched you, uh, especially when I was in um, undergrad. Like, I was the quarterback of the football team, so I played sports and stuff. So people would come and say, hey, I watched you, and, da, 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 and you never know who's watching. And when they're watching you. But your life tells a story regardless of whether you're in a book or not. That is very okay? true. Okay? That's true. And trust me, even though people may not open the, every page, they are skimming and they are making judgments and perceptions yes. off of what they've read. They're seeing where they come from. And they see the pictures too, because some people's books don't have a right, and it's just the pictures. That's very true. That is very true. Okay. I like that though. Okay. Thank you so much. Okay. I like that. I like it. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So, I mean, I. When you look at it in dynamics like that, you know, so that's why I say I don't have a problem and I'm not offended by what, if somebody believes something different than me. Because you know what? They're a totally different human being. And they have to wake up every day just like I do and make decisions and choices about how they want their life to go. And as long as those decisions don't infringe upon my rights as an individual, I don't give a rat's ass what you do. To be honest, which is which is why I don't understand why we have well that's a whole other topic. But uh, no, I know why we have that. But like racism and stuff like that, and I understand why we do. But the thing is, is you said uh, some people have lived ninety, hundred years, and all you have to show for your life is hating another group of people because of the melanin in their skin. Uh, you got real problems for real. Because because uh, everything in society, especially in 2019, points to you being psychotic. Because science shows that you're not right. You all are not the pure race. There is no pure race, right? We, and how do you come up with that knowing that everybody gets here the same way and leads the same way, okay? How do you come up with that? Yet I don't have, agree with that argument of, of separation by race. Because it's not, exactly, and that's what I'm saying. And the, the exact same thing that causes me to live in the, and to die is the exact same thing. Because your money and where you came from, it, guess what? At the end of the day, you die, and you don't, and you don't control when all that is either. So where is, where is your leg up? Where is it that you have some grandiose, greater? You, there's not. It is, and to be and to <laughs> and to live that long with that illusion. <laughs> My point. Yeah, it, it really is. And and, and, it, and it, for some people, they come to an, I'll just say, enlightenment or that light bulb moment comes on, and some people it never does, unfortunately. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh, um, I don't know. Is somebody... Well, we're going to put a pause on this. Hold on. We're going to take a real quick break here, and we'll be back in a moment. That has been Danny McMillian, Atlanta blogger. Go follow her. I've given you her handles. We'll give them again. Give us a moment, and we're going to be right back after this song.
so so we have <laughs> we, we we have the mayor here is that what you said yes oh well wow okay well that you know what that see that would be awesome if maybe we could get over and get her into this okay we're gonna pause give us a second here and we'll be back Right. I want to thank everybody for holding on. Thank, thank you for a few of the technical difficulties that we've had. Um, some of the stuff is, you know, hit and miss when you do live performance and stuff like that. And we have special guests, and we thought we was like, oh, something's going on. But no, the mayor has showed up, and that's an awesome thing that the mayor is supporting this event. Again, we are located. We're broadcasting live. This podcast is broadcasting live from... 1858 Cheshire Bridge Road, Northeast Atlanta, Georgia. They will be here until 5 p.m. today at this location. 
free testing, free food, free live performances, and an awesome fashion show you don't want to miss. Come down. There's a lot of special guests. Christy Grace, Kobe Lashard, Suave, Rain Johnson, DJ Liz, Chaz, That Truth, and the Parker. Trey Parker, excuse me. I apologize again. Trey, come down again to 1858 Cheshire Bridge Road, Northeast Atlanta, Georgia, and support the cause of fighting against HIV. Know your status. You can't know your status unless you get tested. It's a real easy test. It doesn't take long. And guess what? You can enjoy a good fashion show. You can enjoy live performances. And you can enjoy some good food. Again. Now, as I just got through giving that last promo in, I have the wonderful Lorenzo Davis who has shown up. Yes. Finally, he has been busy all morning long. That's the reason why we didn't really give him any grief. But we definitely wanted to come down and support him on this day. This is doing big things. Now, am I right? Did the mayor just show up? Well, I thought it was mayor. Oh, okay. here shortly because she's coming from another event. Got prior you. To here. Got you. Right, right. Well, no, that's a big deal. That's a big deal. It's always good when you can get your local politicians mm-hmm. involved in what you're doing. But I'm going to step back because I've been talking all morning. <laughs> I thank you, though, for uh, allowing me to come and, and, and support and put this out there. Uh, and I've had a great time with uh, uh, with Zandy. Yeah. Oh man, we we just had a wonderful time over here talking about um, different things, but also the event. So I want to give you time uh, to just kind of talk about because the last time we hooked up and did an event, you were still in Florida. Yeah. So let's talk about your migration from um, Florida to here and what you're trying to do here in Atlanta for the community. Okay. Well. Um, so, well, um, pretty much, you know, my production company is Lorenzo Davis Production, production Conservatory. Um, I have my first stage play called C7AY, Real Life Stories. So pretty much in Miami, in Miami Shores, I pretty much put a whole stage play, um, introducing the company, um, letting people know that we're here, um, telling stories about real issues that's happening in the community and letting people know what's going on. From that standpoint, I've been with AHF for over five years. Um, I took this opportunity to transition to Atlanta, Georgia, because, you know, this is the film world. This is the music world. Not only that, this is entrepreneurial world here. Um, not only that, I've seen that there was a need. I don't know why, actually why I came, but something in the spirit told me come to Atlanta. My job offered me a position here at Out of Closet Thrift Store um, to help me get the new store getting going and rolling, helping the community. And as I got here to Atlanta, I realized there's not a lot of community engagement and a lot of community involved. Like, we used to have that in Atlanta, but, you know, we kind of lost that and got off the map. And, you know, time changes, um, politics, all kinds of things. Like, so our community is, like, community person is... And it kind of depression, kind of like a deep depression, and I think that we um we need to awaken everybody. So this event, patient test, is about pretty much I get all the local restaurants to come in and set up as a vendor. This is a creative wellness. Everybody comes together for a cause. Music artists, um, restaurants, right. um, fashion designers, everybody comes together to come to a great cause. To understand that HIV is still going on, and knowing that Atlanta and the metropolitan area is considered almost like a third world country as far as the high activity rates for HIV positivity rates. Right. So I'm telling everybody to come out and get tested. Um, but most important, uh, I believe my mark here in Atlanta is we need to do more community engagement and letting people know what's happening so we all can listen up and grow one another. That's awesome. Man. I, I appreciate what you're doing. And, 
you know, it's, it's not a lot of people that actually take the time to get out there and get involved in the community. But it's the community building that you're doing that actually is the foundation of keeping the community alive. Yeah. So we definitely want to... Uh, uh, we'll be we'll, we'll be doing yeah. some stuff, and I know I I gotta get get you out of here so you can continue. Yeah, but we will um, definitely uh, link up again. All right. Yes, we definitely will. Okay. Yes. So thank right. you again. Oh, no problem. And let me really quick just mention all the sponsors that uh, have been a part of this uh, that have been a part of this production. They have sponsoring Tokyo Valentino Salad Express. The AHF Pharmacy, Slutty Vegan, Tropical Smoothie Cafe, Johnny's Pizza, Cali Bay Cuisine, Las Margarita, Fat Mac, J. Anthony Beats, DP Vision Production Company, and Peach. These are all of the sponsors for today's event. And as you heard Lorenzo say, uh, community is important and taking time out to help your community, no matter what your passions are, no matter what uh, your talents are, everybody can always give time and give back to uh, those uh, in the community who might be less fortunate, who might need a service or assistance in any type of way, shape, or fashion. So again, um, I am happy to have been a part of this event. I'm actually starting to wind down because I now have to transition to doing uh, the season finale podcast of the Ramp show. We'll be uh, broadcasting that show live later on this evening from 5.30 to 7 p.m. As always, you can uh, follow us on www.blogtalkradio.com. We do have a YouTube channel where you can look at some of our clips and videos. You can also follow us on Facebook at KC Space Ranch. You can follow us on Instagram at KC underscore Ranch. And if you want to be a part of tonight's show, you can. Submit your question via email at the, or excuse me, at safetyrant70 at gmail.com. Also, you can uh, send it via Twitter, send it via Facebook, and or Instagram. But definitely be a part because KC, myself, I'm stepping back. I'm not leading it from the uh, the discussion from the, from the aspects of, of articles and experiences and things that I've uh, come up with myself, I'm actually uh, going to be talking about what you want me to talk about. So I'm going to be talking about primarily questions that are coming from all of my followers and all the people that I might know. So I appreciate you all, and this is the way I'm showing my appreciation, because I'm going to sit back and let you tell me what to talk about today. But as we begin to wind down, they're getting ready to start the process. Uh, they're going to come in with a chorus. So I, I'm telling you, you really need to get down here right now and be a part of the, the uh, testing and the tasting and the wonderful live performances and the wonderful fashion show that's going to go on today. 
again, as I wind down and I only have a few minutes left, they are going to be here all the way up until 5 o'clock. They started at 1230, and they're going strong. As you can hear the music in the background, they're starting to ratchet it up, and we're starting to get ready to go. And again, I want to thank everyone who has taken the time to the podcast out at this point, we try to be fair, we try to be relevant, we try to talk about any and everything because that's what might bring any and everything. And so I uh, just kind of encourage you all to, to listen tonight live or pick it up via podcast once it's uploaded. And then also, I would encourage you to pick up the next season as I talked about a little bit earlier. We're getting ready to move to YouTube videos. Not only hear the audio, but also get a visual. And we'll be streaming and uh, broadcasting live from several different locations. And so we're looking for great and bigger things for the show or for the podcast this coming season. That season is going to start probably sometime at the end of September, October. But I look forward to having you all continue to join this journey with me in this podcast. Thank you for being awesome people. Thank you for being great. Thank you for following. Thank you for listening. But I need you to do one other thing. I need you to subscribe to all these uh, channels that I have, YouTube, Facebook, <coughs> the Instagram. I don't know really if you're listening, if you're enjoying what we're talking about, or if you don't even like it, if you disagree, put it out there. Hey, we're all humans, as I told you before. We can't control anybody else. So I would actually like to hear your feedback, and then we can have a discussion. We can have a debate about it. But I definitely uh, am excited about the new season coming up and the people that I'm going to be working with and the fabulous job they are doing to help me prepare uh, to bring you the, the best content possible. So... Uh, this is goodbye for now. As I'm wrapping up, we're going to play a little bit of music as they're already playing some, and it's going to get a little bit harder to, as they begin to talk about it, to uh, actually uh, have any good dialogue without too much listening, without trying to yell. So I appreciate you guys greatly and look forward to talking to you soon. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah.